Just Cheesy the Podcast, presented by Just Cheesy Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Fondue. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about three more cheeses that we didn't know. Really? We're going to travel to Africa. We're going to travel to Georgia. The state of Georgia? Nope, not the state. Oh. And we're going to travel to Palestine. Nice. We're going to talk about a world record mac and cheese. (laughs) And we're going to tell a very cheesy joke. Yeah, we are. Stay tuned for Season 2, Episode 12 of Just Cheesy, the podcast. So cheesy, if you remember a few weeks ago, we found a website called dailyinfographic.com yep. and there was an article by Lyle Oppolentissima that talked about 50 different types of cheeses from around the world. That's right. And as you know from a few episodes back, there are over 1,800 different types of cheeses yeah, around the world. So many. So we, of course, don't know them all. Nope. We're going to travel this week to the western part of Africa mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about a cheese called... Wagashi. Wagashi? On a website called fafagilbert.com, Fafa has a blog about this specific cheese and a video. Nice. Apparently, this cheese first came from the Fulanis from the northern part of Ghana, and they introduced this cheese to Nigeria, okay. Togo, Benin, Burkina, wow. Faso, Mali, and I'm going to butcher it. Yep. I am so sorry. <laughs> Cote d'Ivoire. Oh, okay. Wagashi is a soft, mild cheese made from cow's milk. Okay. It says here it was traditionally hot, fresh milk mixed with pounded leaves of an apple of Sodom plant. What is apple of Sodom? Oh, yeah. Good question. Apparently, the apple of Sodom is the Calotropus procera plant. Oh. It's a flowering plant. Okay. Native to northern Africa. Okay. Its green fruits contain a toxic milky sap. Toxic. That's extremely bitter. Oh. And I guess it turns into a gluey coating, gluey. which is resistant to soap. Wow. And some other common names for the plant are king's crown, okay. rubber bush, or rubber tree. Huh. Okay. In Fafa's recipe, however, she doesn't use the apple of Sodom plant. She uses white vinegar, whole milk, salt, and some vegetable oil for frying. And according to the article and the video, it actually reminds her of halloumi. Oh, halloumi. And it sounds and looks absolutely wonderful. And next up, we go to Georgia, the country. The country. On a website called Food Perestroika, Adventures in Eastern Bloc Cuisine. Ooh. In this article, they talk about a cheese called Solgany. Okay. It's very similar to mozzarella. Oh. And they make it with a technique called pasta filata, yeah. which is one that we learned a while back. And pasta filata means spun paste. That's right. It's stretched and pulled and kneaded in hot water, which gives it a fibrous structure. Okay. The milk for this cheese can come from cows, buffalo, or goats. Nice. According to Wikipedia, this is a brined cheese. It has a sour, moderately salty flavor, a dimpled texture, <laughs> dimpled. and elastic consistency. And because it is salty and sour, they sometimes call it pickled cheese. Pickled cheese? Some people put the cheese in a smoker, <laughs> others deep fry it. Ooh. And this actually helps with the odor. Ew. They call it a quick cheese because it matures in just one or two days. Sure. Nabulsi is made in Palestine, and it's produced primarily from sheep's milk, nice. but it can be made with goat's milk as well. Okay. It's typically white and rectangular in shape. It's semi-hard, 
It has no gas holes. <laughs> gas holes. And it becomes soft and elastic when heated. Ooh. According to Give Cheese a Chance on YouTube, Aww. this cheese is a brined cheese. Okay. And Marianne explains how it's stored and served in this video. Okay. It has two spices the Canadians in the U.S. don't really know called Maleb and Mastika. Okay. It looks like sometimes this cheese is grouped with things like halloumi Ooh. because it is boiled in a it does not melt. Sometimes it's eaten hot or grilled. Ooh, yummy. It's frequently used in a Palestinian dessert called knafe. <laughs> this dish looks so yummy. Yum. It's made with spun pastry that I'm not going to pronounce. <laughs> it's soaked in a sweet sugar-based syrup. Ooh. It's typically layered with cheese or other ingredients, Yum. such as clotted cream, pistachio or nuts, sure. and that depends on the region. Variants of this are also found in Turkey, Greece, and the Balkans. Wow. Nabulsi cheese, not a sponsor. No. Nope. But if they were, their ad would go right here. It's time for my favorite segment. This week in cheese. According to worldrecordacademy.com, back in September of 2010, the largest bowl of macaroni and cheese world record was set by a gentleman in New Orleans called Chef John Fulce, and he cooked 2,469 pounds of mac and cheese, Whoa. and that was about 6,500 servings. Holy cow. That recipe included 660 pounds of macaroni, yeah. 102 wow. pounds of Monterey Jack, Whoa. 186 pounds of white cheddar, what? 56 pounds of creamery butter, oh my. 26 pounds of flour, Jeez. 1,100 pounds of whole milk, huh. 61 pounds of dry seasoning, oh, and then salt, cayenne, and garlic. Whoa. The world record mac and cheese doubled as a charity event to fund Habitat for Humanity, Aww. with all of the proceeds going toward that organization. Nice. But this record has been beaten, what? and almost by double. What? According to HJNews.com, this record-breaking mac and cheese weighed in at 4,742 pounds. Jeez. Almost 2,500 pounds more than the original 2010 record-breaking mac and cheese. Holy cow. The new record belongs to Schreiber Foods, their factory in Logan, Idaho. Schreiber Foods sounds familiar. Well, Schreiber Foods should sound familiar to everybody. We talked about the great cream cheese shortage of 2021 oh, yeah. in episodes 4 and 6 of season 1. Yeah, we did. According to nationalcybersecuritynews.today, Schreiber Foods suffered a cyber event that halted operation at their plants and their distribution centers. That's right. According to the article, the event began affecting Schreiber on a Friday. Okay. They mobilized a specialized response team to restore and actually rebuild the company's systems. Wow. And according to ZDNet.com, not only were the computer systems down, Ugh. they couldn't transport milk, they couldn't take milk from other places, oh, no. and some of the people were not even able to get into the building while the attack was being dealt with. Holy cow. And the impact was pretty significant. Milk was backed up at their facilities, and milk that they normally would have taken into the plant ends up going on the market for what they call distressed milk. Oh. Not only are these computer systems used for handling the inventory, but they're also responsible for testing the milk oh. and determining the components of the milk. 
and ordering and other functions. Oh, wow. Apparently at this point, the cream cheese shortage is over and Schreiber is in better shape. Good. In order to celebrate their 50th anniversary, they decided to make the world's biggest mac and cheese dish. Yum. It was actually delayed by the Guinness World Record judge because of a flight. (laughs) But then Schreiber had to start it all over again when they initially planned to use pre-salted milk. Oh. Apparently in order for them to win, all the ingredients had to go in alone. Wow. Everything had to be done in hygienic conditions. Duh. And it's kind of cool. Guinness has a no food waste policy. That's great. So hundreds of people waited in line for more than three hours wow. to take part in the record-breaking mac and cheese. Wow. It took three hours and 26 minutes to cook oh. and lots of people to make. Yeah. A metal tank started with a few types of cheeses. Okay. Macaroni was cooked in pots on grills lined up on either side of the tank. They say dozens of pots. Wow. And noodles were added to the big pot as they were cooked. It was mixed by several people using scrapers and scoops. And they had to trade off because it was over 90 degrees. It was topped with seasoning and additional cheese before it was served. Sure. They say it took hundreds of people to make the event possible. Nice. Are you ready for a joke, Cheesy? I sure am. Why did the Swiss cheese movie get bad reviews? Why? Because the plot had too many holes. Oh, <laughs> get it? No. Plot had too many holes. That was so dorky. It wasn't dorky. It was a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy, the podcast. Thank you. We appreciate all of you cheese balls out there from around the world. Stay cheesy, everybody. Cheesy.